Accessing node A two E E E three four Q. Connected. Downloading. Transfer complete. Welcome back to the Dead Drop, your secure transfer of video game and developer news. I'm Matthew Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. Reflecting on the last couple of days in games, it seems like we're in announcement town once again. We'll be covering the announcements of these new games and games in development in this episode. But first, a couple of announcements for the podcast. First, the survey is still underway. You still have seven days to undertake that survey. If you're interested to give some feedback about this podcast, head to tinyurl.com forward slash dead drop one. And that link is in the show notes as well if you're keen. You may have noticed recently that I've started moving the news stories from these episodes to TikTok and YouTube as well. So if the podcast isn't convenient for you, you can grab the news stories from the podcast on those platforms if you subscribe. The audio podcast will always come first, though. So if you want to get all the stories in one fell swoop, make sure you download on the Monday and the Thursday. The TikTok and YouTube links are in the show notes if you're keen. And with that, let's jump into the episode. This is your transfer from the 12th of September, 2022, and these are the news stories that you need to know. Ubisoft Forward happened on the 10th of September, and there were a lot of games announced, but none more so than the Assassin's Creed franchise, which had a massive five games or kind of games announced for it. The one that we've been hearing a lot about is Assassin's Creed Mirage. This has been officially confirmed with a trailer available on YouTube, and it features the character Basim from Valhalla, is set in 9th century Baghdad, and hails back to the original Assassin's Creed game. Seems to be focused on parkour and stealth, which is a far cry from the Assassin's Creed titles that we're familiar with today. Also announced was Codename Jade, which is an RPG for mobile with touch controls set in ancient China with a character creator. Two new games in development, Codename Red, which is set in feudal Japan, something that fans have been clamoring for, and Codename Hex, which seems to be set with a witchcraft kind of background. And there are very few details on that game just yet. The last announcement was Assassin's Creed Infinity, which has been thought of as a live service game in the past, but now has been announced as a platform to allow players to jump into past and future games. It also looks like they'll be pulling the real world story out of the games themselves and putting them into the Infinity Hub instead. Seems like a very interesting way to get around the Desmond problem, but if you want to find out any more about any of these games that are upcoming, then check the show notes. The rest of Ubisoft Forward will seem to pale in comparison, but there's a few little gems in there to take note of. Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope is getting a Rayman DLC to launch on October 20th. Just Dance 2023 will only be coming to current gen consoles and Nintendo Switch, and will be a live platform with mobile multiplayer. Tom Clancy's The Division is turning free to play and will be set in Silver Creek in Heartland a new game coming shortly. There was some customization and gameplay exploration of Skull and Bones, which is set to come out on November 8th. Castlevania is coming to Brawlhalla, and Netflix is developing three mobile Ubisoft games for their platform, Mighty Quest and Assassin's Creed and Valiant Hearts, an old Ubisoft game that was available in the indie series. A lot of good stuff here and plenty more to see. Again, just check the articles that I have linked in the show notes. 
For the last couple of weeks, Jeff Grubb has been claiming that a Nintendo Direct will be coming very soon. He believes it could come as early as this week. It was believed it might be pushed due to the news from the UK about Queen Elizabeth II's death, but Grubb has also mentioned they probably want to get ahead of the Tokyo Game Show. So it's more than likely going to happen. We've been told by Jeff and Mike Minotti that we should expect Breath of the Wild 2 and perhaps a name for the sequel, and also news about a Zelda and Metroid port which could be coming. There is still no date for this direct at the time of recording, but keep an eye on things and make sure you attend if you have a chance. The Disney and Marvel Games Showcase came up very shortly after, hosted by Kinda Funny Games Blessing Adioye Jr. It showed some new stuff that had been rumored a little bit, but some brand new stuff from Disney that we didn't expect. The show opened with Tron Identity, a narrative game to be developed by Bithel Games coming in 2023, Disney Illusion Island, a Nintendo Switch exclusive platformer based in the old Mickey Mouse cartoon style. We've got World of Heroes, a Marvel and Niantic Pokemon Go style game, which should be coming next year as well. Marvel Snap, a card battling game for mobile devices. We've also got an unnamed Marvel title, which will feature Black Panther and Captain America and developed by Skydance Media and a new arcade racer, Disney Speedstorm by Gameloft, which will be coming to console and PC. As a personal fan of Thomas Was Alone, Solitaire Conspiracy and Volume, I'm really keen to see what Bithel can do with the Tron franchise. In an unusual turn, it seems that social media game development is really on a downturn. TikTok parent company ByteDance has significantly downsized its gaming division. Snap has had approximately 1,300 layoffs in total and is restructuring its core business. And Facebook Gaming, as an app, is reintegrating back into Facebook itself, though Snap and Facebook are looking like they're going to continue to develop the games there, whereas TikTok seems to be running away wholesale from any kind of games on those platforms. With the engagement that you see on these platforms, it seems like it doesn't make sense, especially with gaming becoming more and more popular, especially with Netflix really launching headfirst into its gaming development and provision through the Netflix app on mobile and facilitating the development of games. In a gamesindustry.biz feature by Danielle Partis, there are comparisons to the need for mobile game development to not be done through social media platforms that could bottom out that development requirement. It could also be the lack of revenue on those social media platforms that are preventing the development of these titles and further investment in them from the parent companies. It's difficult to say, but if you would like to explore a little bit more about this issue, then you can check out that feature on gamesindustry.biz. It has a ton of stats between Snap, Facebook, and TikTok, and a bunch of other things that you can investigate yourself and make a decision about whether they're doing the right thing. The good times keep rolling with Steam Deck as Good Guy Gaben and Valve have set up repair centers to allow people with Steam Decks to get their devices repaired. This isn't just for warranty covered Steam Decks. You can also bring in devices that aren't covered by warranty. It's just that you'll have to pay a fee. Some of the most common subjects on posts online about the Steam Deck is the devices that come in via post, either damaged or broken. So having this out there as a way to repair devices is a really great initiative from Valve. They still have a deal with iFixit to send out repair kits to people who would prefer to do it themselves. And the starting point to get your Steam Deck repaired is by contacting Steam support. So while it doesn't seem like there are shops scattered around the US for you to seek these repairs in person, at least they have something in place to get those devices repaired. And again, any Australians listening, we are still left wanting, hopefully soon, the Steam Deck will become available in Australia. And finishing off with a couple of interesting ones, 
a Twitter user at OopsLeaks appears to have had a bunch of unconfirmed information about Bioshock 4, the next Bioshock title in the series, otherwise entitled Bioshock Isolation, which is rumored to be in development and apparently to have a female protagonist and be set in Antarctica. Now, a lot of the information that's available from Oops is uh, all conjecture and speculation based on materials that have been acquired through data leaks and other contacts, reliable or otherwise, in the know. But something interesting is that it could come as soon as a PlayStation showcase, though they don't want to be certain of a release date until they're sure that they can release at that time, which bodes well for us waiting for games that are completed when they get released, and especially one with as much clout as Bioshock. And dropped very quietly on the Epic Game Store and Steam, set to release next month on the 19th of October, is a remastered and optimized Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection. If you haven't been fortunate enough to get a PlayStation in the last few years and would like to experience one of the biggest gaming franchises on PlayStation, this would be a good one to pick up. Having played it on PS4, I can highly recommend it, especially if it's been optimized for PC. That was the gaming industry news that you need to know. Head to deaddroppod.com to check out the sources of the stories and more. Follow us on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube, all being at Dead Drop Podcast, or hit me up on Twitter at MattBlissPod. For even more stuff and to get in touch with me, join us every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news, and make sure to tell your friends about the Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days. Bye.